The Division series are over, culminated by an epic Dodgers-Giants Game 5. We'll discuss all that and preview the upcoming championship series. We'll talk about all that coming up here on Total Bases. Alright, welcome to Total Bases here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Mark Marino here with Dom Pistrito, and today is Friday, October 15th, so just yesterday we had the last Division Series game with the Dodgers beating out the Giants in Game 5, and today, Astros-Red Sox Game 1, Yeah, I mean, I thought... followed by Dodgers-Braves Game 1 tomorrow. Yeah, we both uh, stayed up pretty last, late last night watching that pretty mm-hmm. epic uh, Dodgers-Giants game. We haven't... Mm-hmm. Uh, actually done total bases in a couple of weeks here so we didn't actually really get to cover the you know last end of the season or the wild card games or any of that but we don't really have time for that today so we're just going to get right into the division series and while we're on it we may as well just talk about the giants and dodgers Mm -hmm. so really i mean i i think everyone like 95 percent of people who you know made their playoff predictions probably predicted it to go to game five I predicted the Dodgers to win in five. I know a lot of people predicted the Giants to win in five. Um, I wasn't that surprised. I mean, the series was actually like really good, really some really good defensive plays, really good pitching, really good offense. I mean, like I don't know. I thought it was really probably like the, the definitely the most entertaining of all the four division series. What yeah, it was the only one that went to five games. The defense was really good throughout the series. A lot of interesting managerial decisions too. Yeah, and we also saw like some pretty low scoring games with a lot of really good pitching performances yeah which we also and saw in Braves Brewers yeah so mm-hmm. i think uh yeah game 1 i think everyone was surprised i mean, i know i was by Logan Webb because i really didn't know a ton about him and then i found out he was 14 at no at home this se- in the regular season and then he really just dominated the Dodgers lineup which is debated which is like top 3 in all of baseball and he, I mean, seven shutout innings, ten strikeouts, and the Giants really like dominated mm-hmm. the Dodgers in Game One. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was, I had predicted the Dodgers to win that series, even though I, the Giants did have one more win. I didn't think the Giants would perform as well in the playoffs because the Dodgers have the experience. But after Game One, I was convinced that the Giants were going to like go to the World Series because they just proved like, okay, mm-hmm. this playoff isn't facing us at all. Like. We've been here. We know this. And then Logan Webb, a young pitcher, pitched really well. I mean, I was, like, really shocked after game one. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that game? Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought the Dodgers would win the series. And I think with the Dodgers, if you kind of – like, they had a really good offense with Cody Bellinger basically giving them nothing this regular season. And obviously he had a really good series. So that just makes them even better. Yeah, I mean, Cody Bellinger, like, yeah. really – I mean, he had injuries and – really when he played he wasn't very good but this this uh division series and even in the wild card game he had two steals and like a couple of singles so and then the division series i mean last night he had the go-ahead single in the ninth inning Mm -hmm. so i mean he had a huge uh two rbi Mm -hmm. double in game in uh in game four so yeah cody bellinger Mm -hmm. had a huge series for the dodgers um what did so game three was Game three was that one nothing Giants win where yeah. Longoria hit Omar Scherzer. Scherzer yeah, was so that was great, kind of but that was a pitcher's duel. Yeah, I mean, like Gosman was even better. Kevin Gosman and Max Scherzer, and then the bullpens and the wi- the winds were like crazy, like gusting up to forty miles an hour. A lot of balls died out the outfield, so there was one just one run, 
and the Giants' bullpen and Kevin Gosman held the Dodgers to one run. No, and no, no. The, the Giants held, won held the one Do- nothing. Yeah, they yeah. shut the Dodgers out for the second game in three games in that series. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah, I was, yeah. I was just shocked about the, the, this Dodgers offense yeah. basically getting shut down. Yeah, yeah Gosman, he did have a great year, but I definitely thought that. You know, this is still Kevin Gosman. We're talking about despite his great year, and this Dodgers offense is stacked with superstars. That was really surprising. The Dodgers did beat up on Alex Wood and the Giants pitching. You know, former Dodger Alex Wood, who has kind of had a pretty big mouth lately in Game Two. That even though the series are won, but then the Giants come back with that Game Three win. Yeah, it Desco, just seems like they're kind of unstoppable. Uh, yeah, Anthony Descovani did not perform very well in Game Four, and mm-hmm. the Dodgers just kind of really took control of that game yeah. from the beginning. Bueller on short rest come up, came up big. Yeah, I mean Bueller. I mm-hmm. mean he wasn't really happy with his performance in Game uh, mm-hmm. One, and he at, apparently right after the start he told Dave Roberts like I'm I'm good for short rest, and he pitched really well on short rest, like four 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 and a third no runs. He pitched like really well. Yeah, four and a third that isn't as sure a star as I might seem in like this current environment which you know, we'll probably especially get especially on three days rest yeah I, I personally am not really a fan of you know, never pitching any starting pitchers <laughs> deep in the games I mean we saw Logan Webb go seven innings twice but it seems like no one else has much interest in that kind of in pitching pitchers that way anymore yeah. but like we'll kind of get into that as we go along today yeah and so really just like a really good series we saw in game three when the Giants won we saw some really good defensive plays too from Brandon Crawford mm-hmm. especially, who yeah. basically saved the game on a Mookie Betts line drive that would have tied mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. and he just made this amazing, like, jumping catch. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a lot of just good defense all around. Yeah, Betts' throw to third base was unbelievable. Yeah, and then game... Where he just turned around and threw that dart to third. That was awesome. Yeah, and then game five yesterday, really tight, mm-hmm. really good pitcher's duel, and then Cody Bellinger mm-hmm. comes up with a huge RBI in the ninth inning. And... Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the Dodgers pitched Max Scherzer to close out the game. What did you think of that decision? Um, I don't know. I feel like you've got to do whatever you can to win the, the series, but I feel like the, even that you know has some limits since now they don't really have anyone to pitch game one. Maybe they'll pitch Scherzer game one since he only pitched one inning. And before this, I believe he'd had two off days, so they could almost treat this like a bullpen maybe because he, has, um, he pitched in game three, so he had four off and then this and then off so they could pitch him in game one but i think it's somewhat questionable they might have to pitch some their number four guy tony gonson in game one and then you have to pitch again in game five so yeah i really i feel like you gotta consider all that so i'm not really i wasn't so sure it was the right decision i agree with you the dodgers have a really good bullpen and kelly jensen did look very good in the eighth inning so well they had to pinch hit for him oh yeah they did have to pinch hit for him but i still think that they could have found a way around yeah, that. Yeah, someone like Joe Kelly out of their bullpen. Like they have. A yeah, really also, also they could have maybe saved Jansen up for the ninth. I think that if this game had gone to extras, and we would have looked back on Gabe Kapler's decisions to have a couple of lefties, including Mike Yastrzemski, hit just once, and then once, um, so Dodgers used to opener. Then once to bring the lefty Urias, Kapler pinch out with two righties to burn two hitters that early in the game. Just seems silly. Yeah. I mean, you knew Arias was going to come. I mean, I would have just started all the righties yeah, and kept I the lefties on the bench. I didn't like Dave Roberts' decision to, like, do this opener and then pitcheries. I think he just sort of started Julio Arias, see how long he can go, then go to your elite bullpen. Don't get Scherzer involved. Don't get this opener thing involved. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, it made Gabe Kapler really, like, do some 
weird pinch hitting and stuff like that with his lineup. So I don't know. I didn't <laughs> like I didn't like the decisions on either side. But yeah, and he would have had to do even more if the game had gone to extras. Since in the NL, you, you keep having, you have to use pinch hitters on a pretty regular basis. So if that game goes deep into extras, which you know can't happen in the playoffs since it starts runner on second, then I mean he would have just been completely blown. Yeah, I, I didn't like either of those decisions, but yeah. now the Dodgers won that series. They're moving on. They're playing the Braves in the NLCS for the second year in a row. And uh, we, we should, should mention the game ended on a bad call. Oh, a terrible yeah. call. It was a, the, the, the Dodgers were probably going to win anyway, but you know, they, the Giants had a runner on base. Yeah, they had the tying run, on, tying run on first, yeah. winning run at the plate. Wilmer Flores takes uh-huh. a check swing clearly did not go yeah, I not mean, really like, that close it wasn't even close yeah. and the umpire the first base umpire just called him out they appealed to the first base umpire called him out and that was the game i really did not like that call <laughs> at all but anyway moving on to the braves brewers series and it will be another braves dodgers nlcs as i mentioned as it was last year so braves brewers series i i predicted the brewers to win this in like four games i didn't think the braves stood much of a chance who did you predict to win um i honestly don't quite remember i think i picked the braves but um to me it seemed like these teams were neither of them were nearly as good as the dodgers and giants yeah, i didn't think they were as good but yeah. i thought the brewers were the better team here's the thing i think the brewers debatably have like probably one first or second best pitching staff in baseball but, yeah but their offense is really weak i mean basically if you look at their offense other than christian yelich who had a down year I mean, surprisingly, and he didn't do great last year, ever since his MVP season in 2019. Um, or 2018, sorry. He was really good in 2019 and 2018, and then really not good in 2020, not good this year at all. Like, really didn't do anything for them in the postseason. So Christian Yelich just, like... Really, he hit into a big know. double play in I don't know game three, I think. I don't really know what happened to him, but he really has not been mm-hmm. what he was in 2018 uh-huh. and 2019. Also, Kestrin Huria, he had a big 2019, and they were kind of counting him to bounce back after mediocre 2020 and all he did was just completely get even worse this year and he ended up in the minors yeah so, so i mean their offense didn't work out they kind of packed things together a bit i mean really yeah, if you look at this team's offense it's a bunch their of guys, offense is not a championship caliber offense it's a bunch yeah. of guys they picked up from the waiver wire almost like rowdy telez as your first base Dan, daniel vogelbach they picked up for, it's like yeah uh, all these this kind of random you know journeymen and like guys they picked up off waivers and i thought that the Brewers pitching was far superior to the Braves and even though the Braves offense was better I thought the pitching better pitching mm-hmm. beats better offense so I thought the Brewers are gonna win that mm-hmm. but I expected I didn't think I thought they would be low scoring games since the Brewers don't have much of an offense but I didn't think the Brewers offense would be this bad I mean like they did not perform like mm-hmm. at all yeah Morton came up big in games one and four on short rest in game four and yeah, I mean the Braves put out there I mean they put out Morton Freed Anderson and, and then Morton then, again. And then Morton again. Like, and those guys really, really performed. Tyler mm-hmm. Matzik out of the bullpen was good. Will Smith, mm-hmm. surprisingly, despite uh, having a lot of blown saves in the regular season, was actually pretty solid mm-hmm. when he pitched. And Freddie Freeman had a huge go-ahead home run in that off game Off Josh four. Hader. In yeah, off Josh four. Hader, who hadn't given up a home run since July. And they were pitching him in the bottom of the eighth inning, and Freddie Freeman hit a home run off him. Mm-hmm. And then 5-4, Will Smith closes it down, and the Braves win. So... Yeah, I wasn't. I was surprised that the Braves just won it that easily. Uh, but I guess thinking back on it now, like the Brewers really didn't have an offense that series at all. I mean, yeah. I also really didn't like the way the Braves did their lineup. Like, I do not think Jorge Soler is a good leadoff hitter. Like, 
I don't I do not understand why Brian Snicker was leading off with Jorge Soler. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. They do have a kind of power up and down their lineup, so it isn't I mean, like they've I think got like DNSB Swanson, Aussie Albies are better yeah. both better options. I re- I mean he's like a power hitter. He hits home runs. He's mm-hmm. like strikeout. I mean, kind of everywhere on the Braves. They're power hitting. Even mean, Swanson and Albies kind of strikeout home run. You know, they hit for power, and this team, the Braves don't have a ton of like Acuna is a great all around player. They and Freeman obviously is a great all around hitter. So is Austin Riley. But aside from Freeman and Riley, they're kind of just sluggers who don't do much else. But now looking back, as I mean, like as you mentioned, like this Braves offense is actually really good. I mean, like yeah, Albies, Swanson, the fact that they're mostly power oriented. I mean, they don't have any weak spots. Like, yeah, everyone is dangerous. Without having Acuna, I mean, they got Jorge Soler, who's been really good for them. Austin Riley's having, like, mm-hmm. an MVP-type year. Freddie Freeman's being Freddie Freeman. Ozzie Albies, James Johnson. And then they have this really good starting pitching. So now that I look back on it, I'm not that surprised that they beat the Brewers. The thing I'm surprised about is that oh, they only won 88 games. That's, that's the yeah. thing I'm surprised about. I mean, I don't understand how... Well, yeah, they, they made a lot of big deadline acquisitions that worked out guys like duval and Soler. yeah i think uh-huh. i think that losing ronald Acuna jr for the first time eddie rosario not that he's been a huge addition but yeah mm-hmm. so the pitching got itself together a bit after kind of struggling early yeah so it was kind of a tight low scoring series but the braves really just kind mm-hmm. of i mean the brewers took game one on a ride until it's two run homer and then their pitching just kind of shut down the brewers i mean the braves but after that the braves just kind of took control of the series mm-hmm. and I mean, now it's going to be another Braves, Dodgers, uh, NLCS. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the AL, the White Sox and Astros. The Astros beat the White Sox in four games, and it wasn't really a very competitive mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. I predicted the Astros to win. I thought they might have even swept the White Sox, and we saw this in 2018, okay? The Indians got destroyed by the Astros in the division series in 2018 because they mm-hmm. won the AL Central easily because mm-hmm. all the other teams in their division were weak. The same thing. I think the same thing happened here with the White Sox. Well, okay. Every other team in the AL Central was under 500, other than the White Sox. So I mean, that's a lot of easy wins right there. And they were actually the White Sox were under 500 against teams that were over 500 this year. Yeah, that is a concern. I, I was starting thinking, you know, divisions. The, the AL Central wasn't the only big division. We saw the Braves, who won a horrible NL East, just be t- taking out the Brewers. So, I mean, it isn't like. I mean, the Braves would have been actually the better example since their division is, like, horrible. The the, the AL Central is pretty bad, but it doesn't have a terrible team like, you know, the Rangers in the AL West. Like, I don't really believe the AL West is that much better than the AL Central. I think the Astros also really beat up on their division this year. Although, you know, the Astros are pretty good against everyone. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Every other team in that division was under 500. Yeah. None of them were really... I still don't exactly think, like, the A's and Mariners are very good. Like, the run differentials I think they're better, aren't in alignment with their records. I think they're better than, like, the Twins and Royals. And yeah, but the Rangers are way worse than anyone in the AL Central. Mm-hmm. The Twins. The Twins didn't lose 100 games. They almost did. Yeah, but they were much better for a lot of the season. I mean, when they had the I don't know. I really think the White Sox kind of and, had an uh, easy... Burrios. I really think the White Sox kind of had an easy division. I Yeah, I, I do think happened. that the White Sox and Astros, they both kind of... Although the White yeah. Sox, like, I still was surprised at how bad they played. Yeah. I mean, like, their pitching, which had the best ERA in all of baseball, just got completely lit up by the Astros hitters. Yeah, Lance Lynn seems to have this issue where he can't pitch against the Astros and has been able to for several years now. That's a bit of a problem when, like, you're in the AL and you know the Astros are, you know, they're always in, gonna be there in the playoffs. 
So, I mean, if maybe they should have thought about that before they got him. Yeah, but maybe I mean, some like, NL team should have gotten him, and the, the White Sox could have gotten a guy who can pitch against every, the Astros. Every game, the Astros scored at least six runs. And, yeah. I mean, the last game, it was it was like a joke. Like, they mm-hmm. destroyed them 10-1. to 1, mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, the White Sox looked like they didn't know how to play baseball in that series. Yeah. this it, The White Sox, it didn't make a lot of sense to me, especially game four, because Lance Lynn was fully rested. And what were they going to do in game five? They had Giolito potentially for game five. I don't see why I mean, Lynn gonna, wasn't pitching You just mentioned four. Lynn doesn't have success against the Astros. But then again, like, none of these were Also, Carlos Rodon had a really good year. I mean, he pitched a no-hitter. Yeah, they took out Rodon. Vardon oddly early, and, and maybe it's a good Michael time to Kopech talk about it. Since, really yeah, they took him out in, insanely early in the third inning. He just given up two runs, but you know, two runs after two and two thirds, he could still give you like maybe like six innings, two runs. Yeah, and also, I mean, Tony Larusso's bullpen wasn't exactly performing that that no, series either. Not I mean, at all. Michael, they brought in Michael Kopech, who totally gave up. Okay. He totally blew it too. Like this White Sox team just looked kind of mm-hmm. pathetic. I mean, for the first two games, they didn't have an extra base hit. Until game three. Yeah, McCullers had an awesome game one. He also pitched well in game four. However, he's actually injured and won't be yeah, but in all, the LCS. But all the Astros' mm-hmm. offensive players were yeah. really good. I mean, yeah. like, as usual, like, Gurriel was really good. Jordan Alvarez, uh, Correa, Altuve. I mean, mm-hmm. like, this was basically like a slugfest for the Houston Astros. I mean, game, yeah. game three, we saw the White Sox kind of come back. I mean, they were down 6-1. And they came back and won 12 Yeah, with their help from Josmani Grandal. Yeah, you know, and then they had... Um, getting in the way of the third home. Yeah, and then the, they they were at home. They had a really, like, epic comeback victory. Like, you know, maybe they've got some momentum now, but then off day because of mm-hmm. rain, which mm-hmm. allowed the Astros to pitch McCullers, and then they just get completely destroyed mm-hmm. uh, in their second home game. Yeah, and the field. Astros, they just always had pressure. The lineup is so deep. There's no weak spots in the lineup. Uh, except for when they play Malinato at catcher, which, I mean, he's a good defensive catcher, not good offensively. But aside from that, there's nothing close to a weak spot. Yeah, it's it always putting lineup. pressure on the offense. You know, every time they get a base runner, they know how to move runners. They know how to do, you know, small, the little things, play small ball Yeah, in and... ways that just other teams don't. And everything kind of becomes a rally. But the Astros, they pressure guys into mistakes. I think Moncada throwing home in game one was a pretty, a mistake that really kind of opened up Really cost the White Sox. Yeah, I mean, we saw kind of a lot better. Game. I mean, it wasn't only offense. It was better pitching, better offense, better yeah. defense, better base running. I mean, Yeah, their base running, I think, was really good. Yeah, and then the, mm-hmm. the, you're, you're right. Their lineup is relentless. I mean, like, you know, you got really good balance. Kyle Tucker really good balance. is the number seven hitter. He'll probably be in the top seven in AL MVP this year. Yeah, I mean, you got really balanced lefty to righty. I mean, Tucker, Alvarez, mm-hmm. and Brantley from yeah. the left side. Correa, Altuve, mm-hmm. Gurriel from the right side. I mean, this is just, like, really... A pretty relentless lineup you're right yeah. so i don't know i wasn't that surprised about this i know yeah. you, i know you predicted the I white, sox, the white to, sox to win but i can't say i was that surprised i know you predicted them to win the world series so i mean mm-hmm. you, i you you seem to i know if i'd known how to. but if i'd known the track record against above 500 teams i don't think i would have done that but obviously i was just wrong so right. yeah so i mean kind of surprising but at the same time not that surprising and the astros go to their fifth alcs in a row um Moving on to the other division series, the Rays and the Red Sox. When the Red Sox won this one in four games, this was a huge upset. I don't think anyone predicted this. I mean, like, the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the best teams. I think if they were not in the AL East, they would have easily had a better record than, like, the Dodgers or the Giants. I think they were actually the best team in baseball because they're yeah. in the toughest division. I think they would have had been better than the Giants uh-huh. and Dodgers were they in a weaker division. But yeah. 100 wins in a, in a really, really tough division— 
I mean, like, just, I mean, a really good record. Like, looked like. And also, it seems like they're, although they don't have Tyra Glass, you know, they had, but they think they, they, they were missing him for most of the year. Yeah, so and then they got in, they've got Cruz at a deadline, Wander Franco. So I think their two best hitters probably were kind of mid-season additions. So this yeah. team really looked loaded. And in game one, they looked awesome. But then the Red yeah, Sox... game one, they kind of yeah. like, okay, this is all right. The Rays dominated this wild card winning. Like, you know, yeah. barely Shane McClanahan that. continued a, the awesome run he yeah, had. Here's the on. one problem with the Rays, though. They were pitching three rookies in their first mm-hmm. three games. They had no, I mean, they don't have Snell anymore. They don't have Morton anymore. They don't have Glass now. So three rookies, you're, that's really a lot of pressure on these rookies mm-hmm. in a series like this. And I think it happened again, and Kevin Cash has been doing it all year. He takes out people way too early for matchups because that's what the analytics say. And as a result, you're taking these guys out way too early. There's still a lot of these games to play. Who are you going to pitch? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, game four, in game three, you've completely exhausted your bullpen. I mean, this game went into extras, like 14 innings, and he starts calling McHugh, and he takes him out after 18 mm-hmm. outs. Yeah, McHugh isn't a full starter, but I do think that— I mean, he started yeah. for the Astros for a while. He can go five Yeah, innings. I would have definitely pitched McHugh longer. I, you also, need more depth out of him. I, I don't see why they pitched McLeanahan in short rest without just having him start the game. He, he's a starting pitcher. He starts games. So that just seemed, like, odd to me. And then McLeanahan, after dominating for, like, six starts in a row— is completely terrible and gives up like five runs. I mean, on three days rest, I, I yeah. hated the decision to bring him. I did not like Kevin Cash's bullpen management in this series. I don't like the whole Rays approach to how they use their bullpen or analytics. And I'm well, I'm surprised that they lost to the Red Sox. I know why they lost because they made really bad decisions with this bullpen. I mean, I don't know how they've been winning with it all year because it really showed in the playoffs. Okay, so unfortunately we're out of time, so we'll have to wrap up for today. But hopefully we'll be back again soon with more baseball talk here on Total Bases on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.